in one quick moment. We are not starting just yet. We are going to stream to YouTube. Okay. Okay, everyone, thank you for being here and being in this sacred space. Here we go. Welcome to another Quantum Conversation, brought to you by AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and I invite you to sit back as we enter the quantum realm, that space of the greater part of you. It is your connection to infinite possibilities, infinite potential, and infinite mastery. Oh my goodness, as we are talking about mastery, we are here with a mastery of ascension. And Rita Melchizedek is with us, and she is the founder of the uh, Pleiadian and Melchizedek Light Network. She is a beautiful soul who offers transmissions for our multidimensionality. And she is one of the prime ascension workers that we have the opportunity to work with. And Rita, thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. It's so good to see you. Thank you, Lorraine. It's just so wonderful to be connecting with you and, of course, our beloved Light Tribe. So welcome, all you beautiful souls joining us. It's just such a powerful start to this year. Uh, I know that we were very briefly chatting before the show, and one of the frequencies just activating right now is just all these solar flares. It's just absolutely incredible. That's what's happening on this planetary level shifting our consciousness, raising our vibration as we just deepen into that um, path of divine love and just express that connection that we have to one another uh, with um, all that's been experienced as we deepen into just this beautiful year. Well, since we are talking about this newness and this new year, mm -hmm. Let's get an energetic update from you more on that. You mentioned the solar flares. How do you feel about the energy? There are some that say it's been intense. There are mm. others that say it feels so fresh and new. What's your take on it? Well, it really just depends on where our level of consciousness is. So if we've got a lot of density that we're still clearing what happens when we experience this solar flare activity uh, you know with the x-class flares which are essentially you know really just high level uh frequency um, electromagnetic energy that is coming to the planet and of course affecting us energetically you're going to feel very sleepy you're going to feel very tired you're going to have a lot of density coming up so you will be moving more into feeling possibly anxious you're not sleeping you're very um, um moody just all of this is just coming up because it's releasing density so that's common for certainly for for many of us and for others, it's that you're riding that. It's really just all we're doing is we're surfing. So 
when these for us then these are more sort of uh, solar flares plasma light and, and, and greater levels of photonic light and so that just activates deepening levels of the uh, crystalline Christ consciousness source light from within and we utilize it from a more of a creative perspective so it's really just a little bit upside down when we still in that um process of moving from the 3d 4d into 5d and above then we're working a lot still with with the clearing of those pockets of density in order to clear the body template and that's essentially what happens when we experience the solar flares it's not just energetic it moves right into the body into every body part and organ and into every um, subatomic particle and it spins it in that increased light frequency i mean we can just see this around the planet we see all that unconsciousness that is experienced at a 3d level and it's just going to get worse before it gets better because all that light that's coming to the planet, it goes into the density and all that density has to come up. But the good thing for many of us is awaken souls into greater levels of observing what we're doing is we're deepening into that now moment because that ability to experience being centered comes from all of us to keep our heart open so so long as we're keeping our heart open then uh, what we will be able to do is really um, find that renewed balance because our hearts are the gateways into the higher dimensional portals all that is experienced so what happens is that we shifting our consciousness and uh, expanding our frequency of light and then we hold our consciousness at these higher dimensional fields or portals or whatever you may like to call it realms of light which is really the quantum field and as we hold it then we can shift into those higher dimensional fields of light and all that is experienced from a planetary perspective and it's activating also at the same time the light codes from within so it's both uh, what is affecting us energetically from, from around us and what has been activated from within. And it's really interesting because we're moving through so many, you could say, attunements into that quantum field at this time. We're accelerating into that next level. In fact, many people are talking about this year, and I'm feeling it also myself energetically, that this was the 2012 that we we hadn't that we were experiencing or imagined we were going to experience then we're experiencing it now that shift in consciousness because the more and more souls awake at this time on this sacred earth and so it's really just a shift in consciousness which is the first aspect of ascension when the human is ascending as we call it or the negative ego we're doing the clearing we're ascending and then the soul is descending into the body that's a soul embodiment process and that soul embodiment process, it's not just, it's all. We have so many higher selves. So we are embodying all these higher self aspects, all these multidimensional aspects of self, and all these um, aspects of self that have experienced timelines of self-mastery. But we also embodying all the timelines, the karmic timelines, and collapsing that simultaneously and it's all done through the photonic light so the soul light light body it's all the it's all photonic light so the soul is the light body but the light body doesn't come on it's sort of the second stage the first stage is that we have to hold our consciousness 
So what we're doing is that we um, experience greater levels of consciousness and the consciousness keeps ascending. That is occurring when we are integrating the photonic light, we're slowing down. The, 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 there's a perceived heaviness. We can't work that the way that we used to work. Everything is sort of upside down. Gravity also goes. There's a feeling of disconnection for a while from the body, although we, we also feel a great heaviness in the body. Uh, and we are clearing a lot of the density. And that's a stage that we stay in for a very long time. I'd say that that's fourth, fifth dimensional. Um, the, the, the third dimension is, is mental state. And then the fourth dimension is more the emotional body. And so we're moving deeper into that emotional body. And then the fifth dimension and beyond it, we move into the love, into the power aspects, into the wisdom aspects, which is Christ consciousness. There's different levels that we move through from star seed, soul seed, star being, Christed light, source light. And we just keep expanding. But the majority are moving into experiencing a, 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 a deepening of the Christed light. So we're experiencing an attunement into this field of Christ consciousness. And it's very different between the, the um, depending on what stage we are. If we're the star seed aspect still, what we're experiencing is still a lot of the light codes activating from a, from a galactic perspective because we're moving into still the remembrance of being the galactics of our service work and, and, and how we can step up and share those light codes. If we've in the soul aspects, which is the next level that we move into, if we're in that um, soul seed aspect energy, we're moving deeper into what we call the purity, the innocence, the divinity, and those are codes that are coming on right now that, for example, we just went through a very big, um, beautiful purity, divinity, innocence merging with deeper levels of the soul um, aspects, higher selves, and that came from November the 1st, and then really that, uh, if we could talk about it, it was sort of the ending was um, January the 11th, so it was the 11-11 codes, and that was actually just Many just felt and experienced just this deepening sense of their own beautiful soul light, of their own innocence, of their own purity, because we expanded into that quantum field of consciousness collectively. All is experienced collectively plus individually, depending on our own soul's forward evolution. So that was uh, something that's ongoing this year. We've got a lot of our talk about these master codes. We've got the 11 codes or the 11111. We've got the 222 that was hugely experienced last year. That was greater levels of deepening into self-mastery, finding that balance, releasing the pockets of density, victim persecutor consciousness, um, collapsing, dissolving the old timelines. Because as humans, we hold on. And as multidimensional beings, we, we, we simply let go. There isn't really anything that we need to hold on. Once we're holding on, there's a story around it, and it creates associates. Feelings relate to that, whatever it is, the anger, the grief, the sadness, the blame, the shame, the judgment. So mostly we don't have an opinion. We just observe what the situation is, what the story is, and what needs to be released. But to get to that point, of course, we have to do a lot of our inner work. We have to experience that great sense or desire 
to take ourselves into that next level of our soul's forward evolution, no matter how uncomfortable it may be initially. And it is very uncomfortable because we've got all the solar flares, we've got the um, plasma light frequencies activating, the photonic light, we've got um, you know, everything that's affecting our consciousness that's also occurring on an astral level that we're clearing the karmic timelines. And then also we're activating the light codes from within. And what we're experiencing now then is different gateways, portals activating. And there's one now that's coming through, which is ancient Egypt. So ancient Egypt is very, um, very much the initiations of light. It's very much the remembrance of not only the timelines of self-mastery, but also, interestingly enough, it's also a very feminine energy. So, and with that too, a lot of Pleiadian energy. So the Pleiadian energy for me, when I, as a Pleiadian starseed, it's uh, just such a beautiful one to play with. It's it's joyful, it's light, it's feminine. And um, it's coming through right now for greater levels of joy into our service work. And that's a big theme. I know I'm jumping actually quite a bit, but that's a big theme for this year is the shift in not only increased levels of consciousness and holding it there, but taking on new levels of service work. So we're moving around, we're moving around into different places, and we're also changing our roles. So it could even be that we're now connecting with others and working with others, because what we're doing is we come together more now with soul and star family. And so that for many that have worked on their own, they're no longer going to be working on their own. They suddenly are going to be collaborating in co-creations with others and to take our work out, to expand our light, to share that frequency of Christ consciousness, crystalline light. So that's where we are right now. So there's a lot activating from within of new levels of service work, new levels of um, light work, how are we stepping up, how are we being the gatekeepers, grid keepers, light workers, um, sharing all. But it comes from joy, that initial stage. It's like whatever's not bringing us joy, we've got to just release. That's absolutely so very important. And then the other thing that's very, very important is because we're working with new earth as a whole new value system where everyone steps up and shares and someone could be doing it through their, um, their skills, their gifts, and others will step up financially because they can. So we, we all co-creating, coming together as one heart and one love. And it's a very different energy because we're always working from what is highest aligned. So that highest alignment or soul aligned is frequency vibration it's like who's stepping up who can you who can you work with that you can trust that um really is in that resonating field of light with you in that level of consciousness or that that, that you can feel that support so really there's new levels of support coming online there are soul and star family and friends of the light that we may have not met that we're meeting again so a lot of physical reunions, not just energetic, but physical reunions. And then for others, depending on where we are in that level of consciousness, we can we are attuning a lot more telepathically on the inner planes to the, I call it the realm of Christ consciousness, but it's where the ascended masters, the saints, 
um, many of those beautiful souls that had just incredible teachings that they or that they um, their frequency and their light that is that is overlighting us, if you will, from the inner planes, which is a little bit different to perhaps the the overlighting that we experience when we're channeling. This is we are tuning ourselves to this field. We experience then being the younger brothers and sisters as part of that. Uh, spiritual hierarchy but it's not really a hierarchy anymore it becomes that we're all just part of the collective consciousness of light and um, I've just had some great fun playing out there uh, for a while the beginning part of this year I, I was tuning in and I got a very wonderful connection to um, Paramahansa Yoganandi and so I, I went and grabbed his book again because I remembered that. And suddenly I moved in for a couple of weeks into the Kriya Yoga and just having these incredible conversations. So it's in feeling. New Earth is all about feeling. That's our information uh, system. That's how we work. So we, we, we there's nothing mental about it. So when we're communicating, we're communicating through the heart of love. And it's a telepathic communication that comes and is experienced in feeling. That's how we receive the information from one another. That's how we communicate with one another. Um, and I've experienced so many beautiful connections that way. More recently in the last few days, when I was going back into that Pleiadian energy and that joy, and also into the next level of quantum consciousness, there was a beautiful, uh, very lovely light worker. Uh, I don't know, some may know her, Amora Kuan Yin. She was actually my introduction years and years ago to um, the Pleiadian uh, emissaries of the light. And they were really my uh, star family, those that are connected with first and created at that stage um, a lovely workbook called the Pleiadian Light Body DNA Activation Program. And, and that certainly was, was some time back. And um, yeah, so it was just so lovely as I was making the connection deepening into that, that that quantum field and the connection with the Pleiadians and Amora came through and so it was such a beautiful reunion of hearts and what's happening then is that we're activating deepening levels of the light codes from within into greater levels of remembrance based on that reunion of hearts that we experience in this quantum field as we attune to whatever we would like to call it the, that realm of the saints, the masters, as we lift our own vibration. It brings online so many pathways that we've experienced in parallel realities, timelines, because it's all merged and experienced in this now, which is what the beauty of it is. That's why we can travel energetically as we experience that increased level of cosmic Christ consciousness into these different timelines that we're drawing back into this now, whether it's the timelines of self-mastery, whether it's the ancient Egypt, Lemurian, Atlantean, um, and then all those that we've known in different timelines coming forward too. So I went then before that, actually, it was towards the end of last year, I went into a whole Buddhist kind of thing. And it was all about Buddha and all about Kuan Yin too. So it was part, it was, traversing again the remembrance of many of the eastern teachings and then coming back into many of the let's say more eastern teachings through the the yogic perspective and then coming back into the star connections and all it does is that it's just bringing through um 
increased levels of remembrance. Everything for us is remembrance because remembrance takes us beyond the veils. So the veils of illusion is simply the inability yet to not only hold the consciousness, but to activate the pineal. Because the pineal gland for us is really that portal to many of the multidimensional timelines through becoming our primary site of not only activating the remembrance of many of the ancient uh, timelines or parallel realities that we've experienced through the open heart, but also bringing into this now the next level of the soul's forward evolution. Well, that is a beautiful summary of where we are and what you've been experiencing and listening to those words. I know we're each reflecting in our own lives and it really helps us to identify what we've been experiencing and why we've been experiencing it. And so this is our consciousness evolving. It's very interesting. Sometimes it could catch us off guard, meaning the other day, I think it was maybe even over the weekend, I realized that there was something that I was missing that I, wow, that in, in one aspect, I needed to remain open in the heart because I wasn't in one level. And here I think, okay, I think I, I've got it. And we we all may think that we're really strong on it. But the realization that, wow, I was causing my own suffering, if you will, my own pain or feeling the feelings within me because of a little bit of resistance and not, it's almost, I think I, I, think I said to myself, I had a realization, I forgot about my ascension. I forgot about this key element. And perhaps that was with some of the solar flares and this electromagnetic plasma light activity that's been going on. And it was right around the 11th, the 111, that gateway. So it really does make sense. So we have to be very patient and gentle with ourselves and not judge ourselves. Do you ever find yourself in a place like that where you... I don't want to say have to remind yourself, but maybe in the, in a conscious way, we have to remind ourselves of these tools and what's happening here. Oh, well, there's so much to unpack there, but absolutely, you know, we, we can all be affected and we've all got timelines and, and certainly for myself, I can honestly say that there's still, it's ongoing, you know, exactly. and there, are, there absolutely are still triggers and, you know, sometimes there's some level of reactivity, but it's, it lessens for us, you know, over time, it absolutely lessens. So there's two things I want to bring up there. One is that you were talking about that nurturing self-love. So the energy of the divine mother has uh, now come through onto this planet. And that was really from about only December. So those are, what's happening is we're deepening and permeating into that essence of the, the, the nurturing from within in a whole new level, because we've got the, the, the embrace of the divine mother. So many are stepping up into the role of the universal mother, but also we're finding then a deepening level of the self-love. Because it's very, it has been for us easier to love others than to love ourselves. And for a very long time, we've got the two voices. We've got the negative ego voice, 
the human voice and we've got the the soul voice and you know it's always the negative ego that's sort of anything that's criticizing us judging as you were saying blaming that's all the negative ego that's what we're clearing it's just an old story so we observe the story if we can but we have to release and let go by coming into a plane of, uh, of neutrality first as presence, as our beautiful soul, recognizing we soul, recognizing that we are just these amazing flames of divinity, the, 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 these sons and daughters of God, and as much as possible to do all we can to lift our frequency and vibration to hold that, which is holding that consciousness through the loving heart. So one is not closing the heart. The other is, as you're saying, all the tools that we have. And that is, you know, whether you need to get out and holler and scream or whether you're going to do the meditations, whether you're going to be out in nature. Nature for us, for most of us, is so important. We, you know, we go out into nature as much as we can. Um, the other things that we use, are, you know, whether you're going for massage or body work where you get yourself the little yoga balls or, you know, massage sticks because all that's held in the body in different areas of, 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 of that have created that trauma it creates discomfort and, and so you you need to move into that you need to need it you know a lot of ways you're going to move it so those are very useful things as well if you really up and down you can use with those with flower essences you can use and um, work with shizandra which is a really really nice one also so the, the chinese herb and um really does calm the emotions and just give you a, a sense of well-being so there's much that we can do, but it is really very challenging. You know, people really don't realize that it's a very physical process, that when we're moving into the ascension, it's a very, very physical process. What we're doing is we, we, we're having the pineal gland activations and, of course, the, the sun gazing very gently through the trees in the morning. The evening is a really beautiful one. Listening to the Hertz frequency activations, uh, you know, playing that music constantly, uh, you know, having things like I have in, in, in my two spaces that I spend the most time. One is my, my bedroom, and because that's where we sleep, isn't it? In the evenings, that could some meditations or whatever it is, and then the other stuff is space. I've got lovely um, diffusers, and I'm, you know, with the, so I've got these wonderful essential oil blends that I've also made and um, utilize that to stimulate the olfactory uh, senses too, and to create a different level of. Um, brain state because we experience primarily from the fifth dimension beyond it's gamma gamma puts humans to sleep gamma for us like wakes us up it's just this beautiful creative stimulating energy that we work with it's a little bit like the solar flares that we talked about so initially that we move into different states of um consciousness based on the the brainwave patterns so we move into the theta delta and then we switch over into that gamma state um, and also we experience a lot of uh, neural pathways rewiring where we experience greater levels of um, intelligence because as the new neural pathways are coming together between the left and right hemispheres of the brain there's a lot of um, not only pituitary activations which is primary but also pineal um, hypothalamus thalamus activations it's also memory um, and so there's a lot that's going on depending and also what we're working with from the feminine what we're working with from the masculine and to jump back to that divine 
feminine mother energy that's here on the planet, it takes us deeper into, for many, the experience of going in and loving self, because that was something that was very difficult for all of us if we didn't have the role model models, if we weren't brought up to experience that 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 feeling of love and had to create it within ourselves and I found for myself that for some months I was walking around just going I love you I love you and it's such a simple thing but 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 if you can look at yourself in the eyes and say I love you and just give your name and say I love you Anita I love you Lorraine I love you I love you you're just amazing and perfect just the way you are because it's energetically sensitive souls often we don't have the confidence and often, you know, there's still a lot of the victim consciousness clearing and people putting us down. And so what I noticed with many of us, it's like also just a confidence issue. I know for me, it was a confidence issue. I can't speak for everyone, but I know it's a very common one where we have, you know, that level of, of, of knowledge or wisdom, but the confidence thing comes up with a negative ego goes, well, you know, what do you really know, isn't it? So it's, it, it's releasing the blockages, which were part of the false beliefs, judgments of alt. And that's what's also been experienced right now in the last couple of months. And then the other big one that's coming up again is the abundance, where, uh, you know, many were uh, in that poverty consciousness mindset. And it's to listen, observe, and and, and to what the what is being said by the negative ego and then to just let it go to just observe it and 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 also just love bring all into the loving heart initially what i noticed in uh your speaking lorraine you were talking a lot about thinking you're saying i think i think i think we don't think we feel so every time you say to me i think actually you're coming from a mental state so you're saying i think I lost that level of consciousness. Actually, what happened is you didn't feel it. So when we're expressing ourselves, we express from not the not the mind because it's a mental concept. We can say, I understand, I think I understand my way to ascension is to release judgment, is to release blame. But we're not feeling it. So we come into the heart. And we feel, and that feeling isn't always just love, isn't it? It's like a lot of mixed emotions. When we are experiencing the density clearing through, you know, kind of these increased solar flares, the plasma light, photonic light, the soul embodiment, it's a very uncomfortable experience. I talk about that 4D matrix of the emotions as really the archetypes of heaven and hell, because we're moving into every level of, of, of trauma that we experienced. And as the anger is coming out, it's coming through the, the, the skin and the body. And, um, you know, we, we, we could be reactive. When we're experiencing the release of fear, we could get a lot of heart palpitations. When the pineal glands activating, we're experiencing a lot of nausea through the body. That's why I also have powders every day. I take, uh, I make up this small combination of powders. One is with magnesium, which was really useful for us, particularly um, not only for, for, for the muscles and bones, but also as we shift from the dreaming state into the waking state, meaning what happens to us is that what, what people dream, we dream awake. We experience then the dreaming state awake. And it's almost like it's like creates sort of these rainbow, it's like a rainbow tunnel that expands around us to create that, 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 that frequency into new earth. But it's experienced by 
holding our frequency and vibration continuously in new earth through our thoughts, feelings, actions. Mm. From, from initially a feeling where we we embracing or we observing all and we no longer reacting because we release the judgments and blame. And what we do is that we we have to shift out of this identity of being. I'm this, I'm that. I'm a mother, I'm a lover, I'm a brother, I'm a sister, I'm a parent, to actually I'm nothing. All of it is simply a role. And how best do we experience those roles? But we 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 experience it by letting go of the level of attachment into any of it because only when there's an attachment are you playing out a story when there's no attachment there's no story it's just observing and loving all and then it's the place initially of being nothing and then only then do we become everything once more so it's a very everything is very upside down for us and you know it's 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 very uncomfortable we we have to go offline sometimes we just the brain is mashed, the, the, you know, things don't work the way that they do from a 3D or 4D perspective. But mm. when we're working multidimensionally, we can do a lot more work than our 3D aspects can. So we always in that balance, but mostly we just got to honor where we are and how we feel each day by stepping up and following the guidance of the soul. So all we do is that we feel into what the soul is, I guess, expressing and sharing and dictating in a way, although that's probably not the best word, um, co-creating. We step up from that place of co-creation, but we do that by initially from our human perspective of doing everything that we didn't necessarily want to do, which means that we take on all the roles that 3D, 4D uh, humans wouldn't want to do, the negative ego um, aspects of human that says, oh, I wouldn't want to do that, I can't do that, or we're still giving the power away, you know, isn't it? They're still giving their power away, or it's like, how do we serve others? We serve our communities. How do we do that? Is that we look at what needs to be done and we do it. So it's a very humbling place initially. And I know when I went through that stage, initially in my journey on my soul embodiment, that initial stage, I moved very far away from, from in a way, the spiritual realm. It was like uh, um, I, I had firstly no memory of all that I had put together. I mean, I knew that I had been a channel. So then I moved from the star seed to the soul seed. But what I had written and shared, I had no memory of. It was There was just silence. There was just, it was a blank slate. And then at the same time, there was the innocence of the soul. The, the soul, the innocence and purity of the soul, but it was it was the innocence of a child, a pure child that had to grow up and knew nothing. I can't even say how many, in some ways, silly mistakes or other mistakes I made because I didn't have the, the information, the wisdom. I had to grow into that. I had to remember everything. So each time and we unlock, if you if you think of it like it's like, we're unlocking one set of light codes within and when we get that then we only get the next one and then we only get the next one so it's usually just in hindsight that we understand what we're going through in the different stages and when we're going through it it's, it can be very confusing because we don't really have a gauge many people 
that I've seen, imagine like ascension is something where we, you know, we ascend and we leave the planet or, uh, you know, that ascension is just the experience of being in the now moment. We have a spiritual ascension and we have a physical ascension. The spiritual ascension is what we're doing, all of us collectively. We're raising our frequency and vibration. We're expanding our consciousness. As we hold our consciousness to those levels, then the light body can come on, which means that the soul is embodying ever deeper in the body because we are clearing the pockets of density. But in that initial experience, everything is outside of us. So it's all 5D and beyond. In that initial experience that we come through as souls, we come through with the trauma that we've inherited genetically and that we then experience in this lifetime or we carry through through our soul contracts from parallel realities and timelines. And we do that so that we can know what it is to be human and the veils of illusion are in place for most of us. And we go through and we play it out until we awaken again. And however we awaken, and we awaken and we remember, we remember that we are divinity. We remember that we are the light of God. We remember that we are source light. But we have to experience it through our feeling body. Yes. Thank you. That really helps us. And I love what you shared there about saying, I love you. I love you. I love you. Um, yeah. Okay. As we're going through this process, I know I find myself like if I wake up in the middle of the night, I am love. I am light. I find myself just saying that because of a feeling that I'm sensing. And also, yes, um, maybe in the head, the head there, I've been saying 2022 felt really for me and for others that I've spoken to at times, it felt like we were at a war between the heart and the head, the head and the heart. The head was every time I tune into my heart and the feeling I get thumbs up, it's all good. But my head would say, how can that be? And so that is a really key navigation point to always as we be in the heart and stay in the heart to really trust that in a way where it will override, we'll be friends with the mind then. And by saying, I love you, or I am light, I am love, that really does help us hold that vibration. I was going to say, how do we hold that vibration? But you've shared that because you're psychic and telepathic there and you helped us. And so as we are here and we're embodying our soul, then in hindsight, we're able to see that there were light codes that were activated. So it, I guess this is a two-part question. I wanted to ask you, when was your soul embodiment? Was that a while ago? Was it in phases? And in hindsight, how do you recognize that light codes were awoken within you? Is it by moving through the trauma and getting to the other side that now those light codes have come on board? Is that what's happening? Well, let's think of light codes as, as anything that is activating the consciousness from within. You know, when people talk about the dormant DNA is the first level of that. Okay. Essentially, the, I mean, I like to call it just the, the, the golden DNA, uh, light codes. It's just a much nicer word. But so there's many levels of awakening and remembrance. When mm -hmm. I had my initial awakening uh, in my mid-20s, for me, that was the remembrance of being a starseed. 
So it was such a beautiful reunion of hearts with the Pleiadians. For me, the Pleiadian emissaries were, were my, soul, my star family. My soul family too, but in this instance, the star family. So they were outside. Everything vibrating at a higher frequency than we are is outside of us. So in that initial stage of awakening at this reunion of hearts, because I had that telepathic connection, because we all channel, but just in different ways, whether we are channeling through receiving information from star family based on soul contracts that we made prior to incarnating, or whether we are doing it through our art, through our music, through our writings, it's all coming through through a source connection from our higher selves. So let's say my played in higher self. But for me, I hadn't recognized that initially because everything is about soul. Your soul is not just your one aspect. Your soul is just not one single something. Your soul is the universal consciousness of um, source light that has experienced multiple timelines, parallel realities to know itself as love. And how many of those realities that we had, you know, gazillion billions, so our soul is all, our soul is angelic, our soul is um, galactic, our soul is sisterhood of the rose, brotherhood of the light, our soul is all that we are in all these different lifetimes. And as we then embody and experience greater levels of soul, we experience different aspects of self that then activate new levels of light curves from within. But that journey goes through, as I was expressing, starseed first for many of us, although it, it, you know, it doesn't have to necessarily start there. For many of us and our, our, our portal and, and our network, many are starseeds. That's, that's what we're waking up to. We Suddenly we're speaking light language. We're channeling the galactics. And for me, it was from the Pleiadians and it was the Syrians. And I remembered many of these um, Syrian lifetimes. And even at this stage now, we embody, when we embody, we move from starseed to soul seed, to star being, because star being, we become our Pleiadian selves, our Syrian selves, our, all our galactic selves, we embody and are. That is the first level of our higher self, because our primary higher self connection actually comes from Sirius. The first higher self that we embody to become our higher self is our Syrian higher selves. So, so many are at that level too, but to jump here around a little bit again, in that initial stage for me, it was all the remembrance of many timelines because the timelines are merging into this now for us. So in the work that I remembered in that initial awakening was a connection firstly to the galactics and those initial DNA activation, light code activations, then that were activating the Stasi codes of service and remembrance and 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 with that we're sharing that knowing information knowledge energy system with others to assist them in their light work. So we're waking each other up initially in the starseed energy. The starseed energy is I'm speaking light language. I'm sharing with you, you know, kind of galactic activations. And it doesn't matter what stage we are, but in that initial stage, we utilizing in this instance, let's say the, the, the beautiful galactic frequencies of the Pleiadians, Assyrians, Andromedans, Arcturians, which were the primary core groups that I worked with and still love to connect with, but on a different level, to assist us to raise our vibration. Because we're experiencing in that initial stage, and depending where we are in our consciousness, alignment and misalignment. 
And that's essentially our whole experience is going to be in this life. We have to get used to the fact that we are going to be, the light codes are activating when there's all this beautiful light pouring into the body from outside of ourselves, from within us as we're lifting our vibration. And then what we call a misalignment or others call it downtime, depending on where we are, is now we're processing that when we process, we move then into the clearing into this is coming up you know we we collapsing that timeline or we still holding on here or there's the victim persecutor consciousness aspect still playing out so the light you can imagine as more light is coming into the body which is the initial photonic light soul light the soul light is merging into along these multi-dimensional timelines so we're merging and integrating from then it's our let's say our galactic selves then we're merging and integrating our angelic selves so you'll get a lot of people that then are in that angelic energy that they're just working their work and their life is all just about the archangels and angels there's a lot then in the starsi community their work is just all about galactics then there's a lot that maybe are connected more to the energy of the earth they are feeling experiencing the lemurian energy a lot a lot of people that are interested in the initiations, it could be Sisterhood of the Rose, Brotherhood of the Light, they could be traversing into timelines of ancient Egypt. The yogic timelines, the Buddhist timelines, all of these are just timelines that we've had. But some people, they, they, they find it and then they perceive there's nothing more. Or they're just happy and they, they, they don't feel like anything more. Or they, or, or they don't you know desire to move further. But it's all just timelines and all just roles. And we get to a point where we integrate it all. But that initial stage goes through where everything is outside of us. And then we're drawing it to assist us to raise our vibration. That's why we do a channel channeling or meditation and everything in the beginning. It's just incredible and wonderful and amazing. And then that finishes. And we we find ourselves going back to 3D, 4D because we can't sustain that vibration. So that is how we start. And then we just, whether we need to do it through our initially further meditations, but we've got to also step up. We've got to step up because it's the, the, the thing with where we are as awakened souls is, is how we respect others and how we talk to others is a huge part of, of, of recognizing how far you are in your journey from a practical perspective. Because if you're still carrying a lot of lesser than and better than consciousness, which is judgment and blame, then there's a lot of separation that's still being experienced. And so someone annoys you, irritates you, again, listen to those words, and you sharp with them, or you, you say things that are disrespectful to others, that shows where you are in your level of consciousness. So for us, what we do is we step up to be kind and loving and respectful to every single person. That's, that's what we do is that, you know, when I'm driving in my car, I'm going to a little supermarket or center here. And I'm sure in many other places, as we know, there's a lot of people around needing stuff. So whenever I go into the shop, I look who's outside and I'm always buying food or something for them, you know, or I'll carry stuff in my car just to give to get whether it's fruit, whether it's bread, whether, you know, some coins, there's always something and someone that will want something. And when I look at them, I see those people. I don't say, oh, there's a homeless person on the road. You know, I, I look at that person and say, there's an aspect of God 
that is needing my assistance. So it's really then how we follow up, how we step up, how we share our light. And in that starseed aspect energy, we are waking each other. When we move into the soul seed, we then deepen into the purity and innocence of holding that level of consciousness. When we move into the star being, we're becoming our ascended selves here. And then we move from there to Christ at last source light. But by that stage, then we're moving out of our community into how can we sustain and hold that frequency of light for this earth? How can we shift what we share, teach, and um, experience to touch more hearts? And that's essentially, interestingly enough, where we are collectively at this time. Because we're all awake now. I don't need to give you another meditation to awaken your heart. You've got like a gazillion tools, isn't it? You know, we all do. So now what we need to do is be touching the hearts of those that are still needing to wake up. And that's then how we're forming then this collective field of light. So the collective field of light is our own frequency and energy expanding. And we expand into the unity grid of divine love. We become the unity grid of divine love. And within the unity grid, we're experiencing initially for all of us, it's the connection into not only the energy of the divine mother, but Gaia. You see, Gaia is our divine mother initially that creates, it's a pulse of the one heart that we, we feel the collective light through what we call the I am avatar consciousness of light or the beloved I am presence or the collective consciousness of light. We're at that attunement level, we all one. And then we connect into the, the, the parts. We, we're working in parts on the inner planes to the frequency and energy that's most aligned to our to our soul service roles. I was going to say gifts, but actually it's just an, it's not even a gift. Our, all our extrasensory perception gifts are not extrasensory, they're full sensory. They are just a normal natural part of us that we expand into along with our passion, along with our joy, along with our ability to step up and be of service. And that's then how we're connecting and co-creating with others, not only energetically, but physically, to expand our light energetically, but also to step up in new roles or existing roles and extensions and expansions thereof to awaken others into that field of Christ consciousness. Wow. That was so beautiful. Thank you for sharing that perspective. And you are a brilliant angel. And I know you have affected many of us who are now going to look at the world differently and share more. We're already sharing more just from your words and feeling the vibration and holding that vibration, not letting anything, including our own mind and thoughts, take us away from that. There's no stress that would take us away from that. So that is the task at hand, is holding the frequency, really holding the frequency, connecting with Gaia so deeply that we can feel her heartbeat, the heartbeat of creation, the heartbeat of source, and we are building a collective field of light. I get that now. That is so beautiful. 
And you've helped us understand collapsing timelines when we are processing, when we're going through our stuff, we are collapsing a timeline. I get that now. It took me a while to get that. Well, actually, we're only collapsing it when we let go of the story. We can't collapse it otherwise. So what we can do is that we can expand beyond it and we Mm. can expand beyond it temporarily or we can expand beyond it permanently. When we expand beyond it permanently, then there's no hold anymore because as humans, we hold on. And as multidimensional light beings, we don't hold on. We always let go. Surrender. That's right. It's it's not only surrender, but there's no hold. There's there's nothing that is holding us there that um, with any opinion or any judgment or any blame or any feeling when we think of that situation of discomfort, that is halting. So when we completely let go from a multidimensional perspective, then we can collapse those timelines because it doesn't matter who's in them. For us, it's no longer a story. It's like, it's done. There's nothing there. You know, we just move on. And we can move on gently, lovingly if possible. But if not, we can step forward in the divine masculine say what we need to with that power energy and still move on. People don't like it, but it doesn't matter. It's really about we are empowered, sovereign beings, and we come from that heart of love. But in our initial work that you're talking about, that density clearing, if we're still holding on and we can observe that and we can deepen into that frequency that holds that heart of love with an open heart, we can expand beyond that experience. And then we step back into it. This is what happens with people. This is what happens with us initially in that beginning stage as we are becoming multidimensional is that our we cannot, you see, we'd like, that's the difference between us and the humans is as multidimensional beings, we light. So our, when our light is diminished, for many reasons, by things are happening and we move again back into things are going upside down and we're not taking that time for us. The, the, the breathing, the walking, the meditation, you know, maybe something has happened and we have to move back into so or perception of a 3D, 4D perspective. Then we lose that light and we become human again. So the consciousness then diminishes that level of consciousness that we hold so the key is to hold our consciousness to the level of the higher dimensional fields of light that sustain the frequency and vibration of the body that we don't move back into those lower timelines that we can collapse those timelines where we don't need to re-experience those timelines but if we are moving back and I'm, I mean, I'm talking only from experience, what I talk about. What happens is that we move into parallel timelines where it may be different people, but it's the same story, the same frequency. Mm-hmm. Or we're moving back into clearing specific pockets of time that when we can hold and sustain the light, we can just observe and go, oh, I remember that because there will be a lot of flashes, a lot of things that disappeared we don't need, we won't remember because those are what's been collapsed. But other things are still coming up and they could be very, very old. They created some form of trigger or pattern in the body of discomfort or whatever it may be. Some feeling of discomfort that's been released. And if we are needing to move into that timeline, let's say something happened 20 years ago, for example, 
and um, something and let's say let's just take a very simple silly example that maybe at that stage something happened and you moved into some trauma and you're eating a lot so maybe in that parallel timeline, you suddenly you're just eating a huge amount for a short time and you're and you're wondering why. But if you look deeper, you'll see it's related to that timeline. So there's always some connection into some timeline if we're still holding something. And it's run as parallel realities. But the more we can hold our consciousness to a particular level, the more that we can release that density and create that time when we need to, which means honoring the body. When your body is feeling sleepy, so people sleep to awaken themselves, which is so strange. A lot, a lot do that. Me, I meditate because I'm, I'm a meditator. Others are not meditators, but I meditate. So in that initial stage, because I think because of all the years that I did the channeling and the meditations and the activations, it's lovely. I, I can just tune in and meditate, but others don't meditate. They don't know how to meditate, but they sleep. Mm-hmm. And that is when you are awakening the light codes. That is when you're doing a lot of the work initially. And then that sleeping becomes, the, we dream into reality, um, creations. Because as co-creators, we have a very clear sense at some point of what we want to do and how we want to do it. And we move into that by dreaming it into being and drawing it to us. It's like almost like everything is just floating. If you imagine everything's just floating around there and then we pull in the pieces that will best sustain, support, maintain, energize, frequentize, expand, activate, integrate, depending on what we're doing. Oh my, and Rita, your words here are an activation in their own sense because I feel liberated. I know others are feeling liberated from this. It really is a, a significant roadmap that you're presenting us. And wow, we're so grateful. It really feels good. We can feel it. And so this is it. And so it helps us to find even more the 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 space of the heart and really living in the heart and recognizing when we're collapsing when we're going back into timelines instead of collapsing them when we when we're in the head so thank you really very very informative here and so one thing that I'd like to be sure to ask you in our show today is in the soul embodiment and in the soul alignment or what's aligned with the soul, you know, we, we work so much on embodiment and higher self connection and listening to that voice within when we're talking about choosing what is aligned with the soul, how do we recognize that? What's the protocol? What's the step? So soul alignment is also just what we call highest aligned. So it's based on the value system. So highest aligned is like you presented with, like let's say, simple examples of timelines. You got to put together a co-creation, and someone is offering you like a big discount, but someone's you know charging more. Just as a simple something simple, but you know that the person that's charging more, that their frequency and energy and what they 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 doing really is coming from that, 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 that field of integrity, coming from that field of co-creation with others that like maybe just not in that same level of integrity or, or, or 
um, frequency or energy. That's a sort of a something simple, you know, on every level. So also essentially, of course, let's say we are creating with others or we're stepping up. We, we're not going to work with companies that, um, you know, aren't, aren't sustainable, that aren't ethical, that aren't coming from that highest place. So that's what we call always highest aligned, you know, that, that highest alignment firstly is um, choosing the frequency and energy that is sustaining and supporting to our planet, but also to our own frequency and energy. That, that's first and foremost. So we don't cut corners. We don't just step into something, something because it's cheapest or it's offering this. If it's stepping on anyone else along the line, that's the first thing that we, we just never do. So sometimes it's not always easy because it's easy to take the easy path. So we have to sometimes take the more difficult path, the more challenging path from a perspective, from a human perspective. But from a soul perspective, it's what is highest aligned is soul aligned because the connection at a soul level is a quantum connection, which means often the people that we are then drawn to connect with through the soul, we've known in different timelines and we've worked with in different timelines. But if there's anyone that we're connecting with and they feel a discomfort in that energy, they feel some sort of antagonism or something is between you that causes some level of discomfort, it means usually it's not soul aligned. And we're there for some reason. I mean, a simple thing of, of, of um, people working, isn't it? A lot of people are working in a job because at the end of the month, they're just getting that money but they're not really wanting to do that job. So how's that soul aligned? How's that highest aligned? The key here is trust and surrender. And that's a huge one because I know then, and I know you asked me this question a little bit earlier, was when did I then go through my soul embodiment process? That was 2017. So I went through from the, the one day feeling, sensing all these core groups that I had worked with and channeled from the Galactics right through to, uh, you know, I was really part of the initiatory um, uh, order of Melchizedek on the inner planes, experiencing many of these initiations and then sharing them in different teachings. And, and that was all wonderful. But I was going through a lot of my own personal stuff too. What happens with us to awaken is that we, a lot of the unconscious aspects surface and we choose particular pre-birth agreements to awaken quickly that's just simply it but they can be very traumatic and I, I can speak not just for myself but for many awakened soul that we've gone through some very very deep challenges that have created a lot of unconscious behavior unconscious behavior I talk about is trauma uh, false beliefs judgments um, you know victim persecutor consciousness that is what we chose. That was our pre-birth agreements because not only we were in a place then to understand how humans function and what they experience, but also so we could create a path of light and clear the karma for humanity. So we all chose, many of us, you know, some very deep challenges. And, and I was still going through one of my own very deep challenge, some of my own challenges that had happened some years before but had still, I hadn't really had the time to work with it so very much because at that stage I, I needed to keep going. So that then, you know, I, I went one day from, from experiencing this deep connection with all these core groups. The next day I was alone in my universe. It was just me. 
there was the, the, the mind was completely still. I could feel the presence of the innocence of the soul, but that was it. The, 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 all that core group, all that choir, that celestial choir, they just went there because I was shifting then from star seed to soul seed, but I was unaware of that process energetically. I understood feeling that my heart was expanding and I was embodying deeper levels of my soul. I could feel that. But I wondered where everyone else was. And that's then what happens is because we move from the, the relationship with what we perceive or have called spiritual hierarchy. It's a hierarchy. Hierarchy means you know more than me, tell me what to do. Or you know more than me, over like me. And that's how we grow. There's nothing wrong with that, of course. But there comes a point where our own light is sustaining enough to hold that frequency, but we've got to get ourselves back there. So for me then, firstly, it was a very confusing time. So not only was I having to clear a lot of my density, because now they, I didn't have a choice at that soul level, but I still try to hold on from the human perspective because our human will never surrender. We've got to get to that point of we on our hands and knees and saying, please, God, no more, before truly there is that soul surrender. That's the truth. Until I got to that point of I was on my hands and knees and I said no more, then I surrendered to my soul. And then the journey becomes much easier, except you're still clearing the density, but you're doing it as soul, not as the human, not as the human, but as soul. So that's the difference that occurs for all of us. But to get to that point is, 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 the, is the challenge to get to that point because it's keeping the heart open all the time. But it's also when we can surrender to the soul, that's when we follow the guidance of the soul. But it's a very, very initially difficult place because your ego is going to come up and give you like about a gazillion reasons why it can't do that. And only then, this is how we've learned best, when we've experienced a lot of trauma, when we've experienced a lot of pain, when we've experienced a lot of abuse on different levels, there comes a point when we can actually just, we're either going to zone out completely and leave, or we're going to become present and conscious and choose to work with what we need to, to know ourselves as love. But for many light workers, because they've worked for so long in doing that, then they're just very tired now because we are light. And when there's no light, because there's still that density, it becomes, it becomes, you become tired. And that's when you've got to know you still, you're not surrendering. You've got to surrender. Only when you surrender, then the light is embodied. Because the soul can't move into all the, with all those pockets of density. If there's a lot of low frequency stuff, if like, for example, you know, not that there's any judgment, it's just observation. If we're smoking or if we're drinking or taking ourselves out to be watching like Netflix all day or something, something, isn't it? What you're doing is it's all low frequency energy. So it's not going to raise your vibration. And not that there's anything wrong with that, that, that frequency. It's just not the, the frequency that will elevate our consciousness and assist us in that ascension process long term. You can do it for a while. You can do your meditation, but then you're going back to your smoking, drinking, Netflix. That's not going to assist you to become soul. So you've got to make that choice then because that's still coming from the ego aspects. That's the ego that's saying because the ego doesn't want to surrender. And when the ego is in pain, meaning that it's defense and protection and layers and layers, that's what you've got to move through first. 
That's the density. Density is not related to weight. Density is the clearing within the physical body. The physical body is our temple of light. It's the most important aspect of this ascension process because we move from the spiritual ascension to the physical ascension. The physical ascension is the body template where every subatomic particle becomes crystalline consciousness, Christ consciousness. So we move from the carbon-based silica to crystalline consciousness and we actually get physical crystals. We actually get little crystals that come up in the skin, but the but but with it increased levels of, of of discomfort. And depending on what stages of the light body that we're moving through and into, we experience that um, the, the crystals also change in color. They are sort of like the crystals are really a consciousness of light that connects us to other consciousnesses of light. But that's really a side point. The the, the primary focus here is that it's a surrender to the soul that will take us into what is always highest aligned and allow those value systems to unfold that will support us from that joy, from that field of abundance. And that field of abundance is there. It's just that we've got to step up as co-creators and we've got to embody from a multidimensional perspective, the feminine, which is the fifth dimensional, but also the masculine the divine masculine, which is six dimensional because our masculine is our doing and our feminine is our being. So I got stuck in the feminine. I wouldn't say stuck. I got, I, I was in the feminine for a very, for quite a while because that's where we do the clearing. That's where we come in and we're nurturing and we're loving and we're clearing on different levels. And it takes time, although that's an illusion too. Uh, it's, 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 from a perspective of, of our multidimensional selves, like the, it's just all happening simultaneously. But from the human perspective, it's, you know, we are slowing down. That's what ascension does. That's the platonic light. It slows us down. That's being present in the now moment. And that's when we start to observe. That's the witnessing presence of the beloved I am. That's also the stage when we start to activate the threefold flame. That's the power, love, and wisdom. So we activate the love first. That's the heart. The wisdom is the pineal and the power is the higher light aspects that we integrate from our galactic levels of consciousness. The Syrian aspect of self is our primary power aspect. That's our first level of higher self that we embody in this ascension. Then we've got the masculine and we've got the feminine and then we've got the doing and moving out. So when we in the feminine, in the, the now moment and we're moving through a whole lot of still the clearing the density, it doesn't just stop there. What happens is that there are going to be days when we actually can't work, apart from the, the, the influx of what's happening with all the planetary energies and the astrological frequencies and what's happening on a planetary consciousness. We also tune in these fields and pockets of consciousness that are being experienced that we're clearing and other gateways that are activating and opening always for us. And so we, we become more like the gatekeepers, grid keepers into that frequency and we hold it in different ways. And all that at a higher light level, it's always just geometries. It's geometries, sound, color, frequencies, and it activates in different ways through the inner ear. We experience all these different frequencies and sounds. And, and primarily for, for, for me and for many awakened souls, it's a gamma frequency. You actually hear that gamma frequency. But if you're still lifting your frequency and vibration, go and get those different hertz frequencies. 
there's a very nice site that uh, I will share with you called meditationalstates.com because it's quite an inexpensive site and you can get a whole lot of the, you know, it's a pineal gland activations. Um, and it's not just the, the 432 hertz frequencies, for example, the gamma hertz frequencies. It's in the billions and trillions, these different hertz frequencies. And, you know, just play that constantly. And then get yourself the powders that I was talking about daily. I use the turmeric and black pepper because that helps with the alleviation of discomfort, inflammation. Also, when we're starting, it's like there's a whole inflammation in the body that we're clearing. The spine becomes a central operating system. But to get to that, we're working initially. The Kundalini is activating. We're moving through into the cerebrospinal fluid. It's going up into the pineal creating pressure along the pineal, the pineal is expanding, the crystals are activating, and um, the third eye is becoming the primary site, which means the physical eyes go, until later we get like, they become, um, we get, they become little orbits of light, so we'll start to feel that energy, and then what happens after a while is that we also start to experience the plasma light field, and it's like codes of light they around us and within us. And so you'll kind of find your eyes going like this sometimes. And then they will naturally move to that center. So they will lift and move in. So when you're closing your eyes in meditation or opening, just imagine putting your focus on the third eye. Because that is lifting the consciousness up until that point. Which is very, very important when we are shifting consciousness to hold that focus. So there's so many different things. There's a recalibration, the left and right hemispheres, the chakras start to align into one unified column. What happens is that we've got the heart chakra becomes our first stargate. Then the second stargate is actually the perineum center that we create. And then the third one is the solar plexus. So there's a lot of different changes that are occurring and it's an ongoing process. But we can choose how we want to, uh, you know, share our light and our consciousness. And uh, that is coming again, simply from the joy, from the gratitude, and from the appreciation of oil. And so I know for me, when I was going then through all these changes, I would say I was bipolar, probably definitely for a very long time, I was in that there was so much coming up to be cleared. And this is probably for many of us, it's like when we get to the stage where we surrender to the song, we say, okay, I'm here. There's nowhere else I am right now. So there were so many things coming up. One was just such deep clearing that you, you spend for a very long time, at least initially, just uh, uh, a lot of time with that clearing. And there's a great deal of discomfort. So you're often in discomfort. And as you said, it affects the, not only the consciousness, but that thought process where you've got to just bring yourself back all the time to saying, I am love, I am love, because really it's a very, very deep process that we move into and go through to hold that frequency and that consciousness. And then also, um, so I call that, that's the 4D, the heaven and hell, where we really are bipolar for quite a while. Uh, and it's and it's not an easy one for me then that level of trust and surrender was like suddenly now okay you know I'm, I'm, I'm this is how I'm used to working and this is what I was doing and now I can't really do that anymore <laughs> it's like what do I really do now I went off and I did a whole lot of other uh, things that were completely unrelated and then came back slowly but coming back with an observation coming back with a deeper understanding coming back with bringing things that were more real 
rather than just out there and, 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 and really just focusing a lot more on body consciousness because that is really our body templates are uh, really our um, gateway to experience physical ascension and the higher dimensional fields of light. Oh my goodness. Thank you again. And Rita, uh, you just bring so much wisdom for our journey. I just have to say that one more time. We can listen to you for hours. Such a wealth of wisdom and we're really honored. So um, thank you for sharing that. The star seed to the soul seed to the star being. I know that we're each looking in our own lives and it makes so much sense. You really are helping explain it because I know we're going through it. And so kudos to all the light workers out there. You are a new earth leader. All who are watching or listening to this are a new earth leader here to show the way, here to influence the way, whether we're remembering our galactic self or we're remembering the Lemurianness in all of us. I know many of us resonate with that so deeply. So Wow. Yeah, the Lemuria is very new earth. You know, that's where we see the, the rainbows and the prisms and, you know, being out in nature and, and mm. uh, just really feeling and sensing that deep connection into nature and to the to the animals and to the plants. And, you know, and, and for me and my God, and I just, for some reason, I have all these cats that have found their way here and, and, and somehow got a couple of years ago or, or put longer than that. So it's, uh, and birds, I feed all the birds and I hug the trees and, you know, I mean, I think we all do our own thing, isn't it, you know, but, but really being out in nature um, is just such a huge part of um, that experience of connecting into what we call new earth, you know, new earth is here right now, it's just a frequency and vibration that we expand into so this is really what we are recognizing is that it's not like we're going to move to another planet or that there's going to be two separate earths and you know but we're recognizing that um we have to hold our frequency in our space and our vibration through our inner work and then what happens is it will start to match that outer reality because it's from the inner reality that we then step into creating or dreaming into our reality, the new levels of consciousness and experiences that we have. But it starts from within. Trust and surrender. You just said it again. We've heard this from others who don't listen to each other. That is truth comes from within. So you're all corroborating what is in the collective field of light. New earth is a frequency. New earth is within as well as we can hold that frequency and be that frequency. Wow, thank you, thank you, thank you. And Rita, so, so beautiful. And I wanted to say uh, the, the meditational states is dot com is what you recommended for those yes yes and they're about three dollars uh you know uh, uh, one hour beautiful music and i just have a whole lot and i have it on my uh, phone and i just play it just um, just yes and 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 so just be i mean in fact what i do is i do pause sometimes because um of that energetic sensitivity or perhaps because my pineal is quite activated if i overdo it 
then I find that I get quite nauseous and then you get the secretions that actually also come through from the pineal. They come at the palate to the, the top of the mouth and it's all can be a little bit and then a lot of, you know, feeling discomfort because it's just too much. So, but if you haven't been listening to it, you know, I would suggest as much as you can because it's absolutely going to expand your consciousness and it's going to activate the pineal, but then it does a whole lot of other things. I can feel it, which is so wonderful. Um, but I just listen because I love it. It's just, I mean, it doesn't matter whether I listen or not, actually, for the most part. But they, I would suggest, which I quite love, get some of the gamma hertz frequencies because gamma is also a very, very healing frequency. And, you know, there's different gamma hertz frequency ones that they've got. There's some that are really just silent, but they're lovely because that's really you'll start to tune and listen within the inner ear. You'll start to, to hear that gamma frequency. When you listen to the, the recording, you'll hear, ah, I'm sure I hear that in my inner ear. You know, you will hear that. And then they've got even things for like um, activating the confidence and, and 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 happiness. And I remember one that when I first got in the beginning, I think it was serotonin levels activating. And I was just laughing all the time afterwards. I didn't realize it later. I was I went around my house dancing, and then I realized later it was because I had listened earlier to this um, Hertz frequency that was activating the the serotonin levels. Well, not just the pineal, but um, you know, sorry, the endorphins. It was the endorphin level. So it was interesting that how all our hormones and, um, you know, are just so connected to what we experience. Because when we're in that field of um, appreciation and gratitude, not only are we creating from that as co-creators, so we step forward in whatever we would like to do, imagining and visualizing it. But we, with a feeling body, we feel it first and then we step into it. So when we're in that field of gratitude or that field of appreciation or that field of love, what happens is that the hormones, not only the brain um, states, but the hormones then um, are carried into the um, different centers of the, the brain that amplify those feelings. And so it's such a beautiful one. And so this music is one of the easiest ways to do it, the different hertz frequencies. And this is just, I don't remember who recommended me to the site sometime back when it was, but it's such so lovely to just sit and listen and put it on your iPhone or iPod or however you're working and, and listen even, you know, softly through the night and um, just feel how you feel. If you get really nauseous, do what I do, you know, take those powders, take the ginger, the ginger house of nausea, magnesium take the turmeric and black um, pepper the combination the other one that i usually also add there's the msm which really does help also with pain and inflammation and then i usually do also sort of some sort of super green thing whether it's the boab or spirulina or spinach or barley grass you know just see what works for you we don't need too much but in that initial stage you know our body needs to go through purification detoxification and that was also a very big one because, um, you know, our, we, we have to be very aware of the water that we're even drinking and the foods that we're eating and to be eating organic as much as possible and to, uh, you know, really just be feeding our body the the food for the light body, for the soul, which is which is not density and uh, you know, not not laden with chemicals, for example, you know, just and in different stages, our body goes through different foods, you know, I, I could say to you just try and eat as 
much of the fruit and veggies and, and and all good things and you know as as you do but suddenly you're having a lot of pineal gland activations and you eating packets of potato crisps and with salt because that's what the pineal wants so uh, you know, other times it's just I find myself eating chocolate because my body's wanting that or peanut butter, things that I didn't really have in my, you know, diet sort of usually. And when we birthing, birthing is another thing that we go through. It's like, you know, some of us have birthing bodies. It's like everything expands. The hips are moving. The body is expanding. And because we, we, we birthing, meaning we're creating another level of the work. So uh, it's a very interesting thing because all of this is very physiological and physical into the body, what we're experiencing. And so it's just honoring all. And we're going to have days where uh, things are, are, are wonderful and we feel all those light codes. And then a couple of days later, gosh, it's like we just can't even get ourselves out of bed. So it's just to be aware of that. And talking about bed, one thing I wanted to measure, uh, mention there is that an, uh, we create where our primary sleeping state is or where we spend a lot of our time. It's like a healing chamber, you could say, that the, the, the soul activates the highest level frequency around that space that we spend most of our time. And so when we're feeling things very intensely, if you're in that space, whether you're meditating, sleeping, reading, sitting, get up and move from that space because that's where you're going to feel the intensity to a large level because that's the space that's created to receive the most light codes and to receive the greatest levels of activation, frequency activation. So what I find for me then is if I'm going through, uh, you know, some processes and I'm feeling, a, you know, whatever, I'm feeling disorientated or uncomfortable or feeling this anger's coming up or something, I'll actually move from that place and go and sit outside or go for a walk or do something, something that takes me away from that um, exact space because that's where my greatest level of frequency activation actually occurs for all of us. Yes, very, very good. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I want to make sure that we let everyone know the beautiful work that you do and in the year of 2022, you did transmissions. You do transmissions. This is from the higher realms. This is from the councils that you work with. And there are 12 transmissions. They're so beautiful. They're almost two hours each. These are beautiful tools. We need to be sure to mention this because these tools have helped so many people raise the vibration, attune to these energies that we've been talking about. They truly are ascension tools. In the chat box, I'm going to drop the link for it. And also, if the link is on this webpage or in the description box of wherever you're watching or listening to this video. But Anrita, these are beautiful. We have just a few moments. Um, people can read what those are. There's 12 of them. Yes, unity transmissions. Yes, go for it and, and share some words on these and how they can help people. Yes. So everything for all of us, as we've been talking, this is all new earth transmission. So everything is to be activating the light body and to be um, experiencing soul embodiment. And of course, you know, it's just really about our divine rebirthing as um, source light, isn't it? In so many different ways. So each of these um, beautiful transmissions will take you into greater levels of those experiences. 
uh, we have there the new earth divine rebirthing a lot of us like we were talking about the different codes this one was uh, two to two crystalline light codes of solar expansion uh, the next one there is activating the new earth light codes and stargates from within we're talking about all these portals and stargates that activate not only from within but of course on the sacred earth we have a lot of portals that are activating and stargates and to the higher dimensional fields of consciousness I didn't actually even get um, the moment to talk about I wanted to share with us we can do it another time the um, new earth quantum healing activations which is also really working so much with those stargates and portals of light it's just quite a beautiful one. The plasma light ray DNA activations, that was just really beautiful working with the rays of creation, which are essentially plasma light. So everything is affecting our consciousness. It's a plasma light, um, the, the, the cosmic rays, the ray frequencies spiraling through from the, the ashrams, the, 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 the rays from the sun that are coming through as not only solar flares, but actually as um, plasma light. And then we've got the photonic light, which is the soul light. So all of that too is lifting our frequency and vibration. And really it's so much of that alchemical marriage between our divine masculine, our divine feminine and birthing that innocence, the magical child from within. And um, another one there is called the Christ of ET's energetic wellness upgrade for new earthers. That was really then a co-creation with all the galactics, bringing in these beautiful um, multi-dimensional chambers of light and just experiencing beautiful things uh, there in lifting our frequency and vibration and experiencing you know different wellness chambers uh, another one there is called the presence of the divine mother within and really just connecting into that energy of the divine mother on the planet into greater levels through Gaia to the one heart to the joy, the passion that all that comes through, as well as deepening into the self-nurturing, self-love from within. The serene initiation of empowerment. Um, I think I wrote that when I was going through deeper levels of, um, well, not think, I definitely did, where I was feeling that connection through my serene higher self and embodying greater levels of that. So that was really a really beautiful one. Then there was also some beautiful healing ones coming through too. A lot of this is based too on my own experiences, what I share. So this was the Syrian Lemurian Sacred Spine Creational Codes Activation. And it was really a powerful one working all the way through the 33 vertebra and um, as a healing modality, working with the Syrian Lemurian consciousness aspects. Lovely one here is called the Golden Flower golden sun and flower of life zero point activation that was using the energy of the Christed light as a golden sphere and then moving into that as um, the golden sun and flower of life and zero point of course is that um, infinite eternal now moment being present in this now so different levels of how we can expand into that and hold that zero point energy um, yeah, so just very beautiful ones. There was another one, the inner tree of life, higher self-embodiment activation, working through the body as the um, inner tree, moving through the spheres as they relate to the different chakras, body parts and organs. Uh, another one there was the golden sun, flower, flower, light body macabre activation. And that was also really beautiful. In fact, there comes a point where that's still polarity, where we're experiencing the masculine and feminine. And at some point beyond the fifth dimension, it's actually just atomic in nature. But there we're working with um, specific Fibonacci ratio, spirals, uh, God speed to infinity, and with the shape of that star set trihedron, which is essentially our um, 
vehicle of ascension into the fifth dimension and beyond. And one of the beautiful ones is the diamond light codes and crystalline light body activation. Of course, the diamond light codes is essentially our purity, our innocence, our divinity. And that's really expanding in this sacred year of 2023. There's another one, the galactic crystalline um, light DNA activation. So that's also working from a galactic perspective. Uh, so there's just some beautiful things, you know, it's uh, just lovely to be working with all these frequencies and energies. And that was really just, you know, very uh, new earth light encoded transmissions that we experienced mostly in 2022, which was just such a powerful year with all those beautiful light codes. And, and so, so wonderful to be able to offer that, but a very powerful, powerful package of um, just wonderful energetic transmissions mostly in the form of a little bit of an introduction usually 15-20 minutes and then we move into that experiential transmission with invocations and affirmations and sometimes even meditations yes they are so beautiful and when people participate in them they'll know which ones just by the title or they'll feel it in their body and or maybe it'll just pop up in front of them on their computer who knows but when we receive those wow it is always what we need i i every time we've done one and i've listened to it it's it's so perfect and right on target for the need of the hour so these are timeless this is timeless wisdom with the councils from the higher realms, your guides, and they're very helpful. And what a collection, what a tremendous body of work here. Thank you, thank you, thank you for putting it together. Each of these were very affordably priced and the package itself is a beautiful offering, all 12 of these. And if people need assistance in any way, there's a two payment plan. We do that so that we hope that it makes it easy for people to participate in this and, and use that. So again, that link is in our chat box. The link is on this page and wherever you're watching or listening to this. So I feel elated and I know everyone watching and listening is feeling elated as well. You have shifted us, Anrita. You have actually set us on course for the next months, for the next year. And we are excited to step up in this way. I also want to say that you and I will be doing some live Zoom events. So everyone stay tuned for those. Those are going to be on Zoom. And that is a whole new creation for the light and for the community. So Thank you, Anrita, for showing us how we step into greater roles for New Earth. Any final thoughts as we say goodbye? Well, thank you, Lorraine. And simply we do it with grace and ease, trust and surrender, and our open hearts, knowing that all is love and love is all there is. And just to honor all our beautiful light worker tribe, you know, you all doing so incredibly uh, amazing. You all so incredibly amazing and just doing so beautiful in your own ways so just honor where you are in your process because we certainly can't compare ourselves to others and we're all just sharing our light and stepping up and uh, it's just incredible it's wonderful we're feeling it and we're really coming together as one heart and one love and the focus then is just to 
remember that next level of service work, you know, just take that next level of trust and surrender through the soul guidance into what is soul aligned or highest aligned with great levels of joy and passion uh, because that field of abundance is there, but we manifest it through feeling the timelines as they present into what we want to go. And when we map, we call it multidimensional mapping, we look at all the timelines that present and then we choose that as that which is highest aligned, that feels the most resonant, that brings the highest level of joy, that makes us feel so very excited. And that's really what has been experienced this year, just greater levels of joy and passion and new ways of working. So being aware of that, then just allows you to just step into it when you can feel it from within and step out into greater levels of co-creation. So our universe, we each hold onto our universe, we call it our universe, our co-creations, is really stepping into a greater level of that collective consciousness of light as the I am avatar race. So just a really, really, really beautiful time to be here. If you're still feeling a little bit disillusioned, if you're still feeling a little bit um tired because we all go through that just know that that too is shifting and that you're also very deeply loved and celebrated and appreciated and we're working on the inner planes just in these pods of light and so just keep that heart open no matter what is being experienced and remember all those I love yous just keep saying to yourself I love you I love you I love you I love you namaste I love you. I love you. I love you. We love you. We love everyone here. Thank you, Ann Rita. And I don't know about everyone else, but I feel like dancing. So everyone, let's go dance into a new vibration. Thank you, Ann Rita. And thank you, everyone, for being here. Namaste. Namaste. Thank you for listening to this quantum conversation and thank you for dancing with us to the cosmic heart. As we raise our own vibration, we raise the vibration of the planet. This show is dedicated to you and all awakening hearts as we are here to shine our bright light and amplify our love. Access all quantum conversations, special offers from our guests, and online healing retreats by visiting AcousticHealth.com. I'm Loren Gailey, and from my sacred heart to yours, I honor your magnificent love and light. We leave you now with music from the universe. Music literally created by the universe as musical notes were assigned to mathematical equations. The result is this beautiful music available at AcousticHealth.com. Namaste.